When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Off The Bench with Scott Sattler and Jason Matthews, the show that covers all things NRL. Yeah, welcome to it. This is Off The Bench. Finals weekend in the NRL. How good is it? Finals weekend in the AFL and the NFL is back as well. So much going on. Hello, Satsy. Hello, Jace. Well, and, and this is your last shift, isn't it? Because you go to Bali. Yeah, I've been to Bali too, mate. I'm going on. Yeah, How many times have you been to Bali? Fifteen. Are you serious? Yeah, my I've kid. been once, and I never thought I, I never thought I'd ever go to Bali. It never appealed to me. But went over for a wedding for some friends of ours, yep. and I went there and thought to myself, I could come back here every year. Yeah, I don't like the tourist areas. They went nowhere near Ubud. No, went nowhere near Kuda. Yeah, no, Kuda's dead now, mate. Yeah, because they've all moved up to Chengdu, which I used to go to. All the time. Friends of mine own a villa there. tattoo parlours now, Cooter, isn't it? Oh, and digital nomads mm. and yoga studios. It's like, no. And acai bowls, whatever they call them. Acai, acai, acai bowls. Acai bowls. Mm. I just want bacon and eggs. <laughs> Can I have something fattening? Bacon and eggs in a bin tang before seven. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> you know the looks you get when you order, like, normal milk in Changu now? Will you wear any pants for three weeks or just a sarong? <laughs> <laughs> That's an idea. Yeah, sarong and thong. It'll just be the bed sheet from the king bed. I'll just be wrapped in that. No undies. Can you – I haven't even waxed, and I'm just – I'm worried about the people by the pool because yep. I, I, I look like I'm smuggling a cat. <laughs> it's been a – it's been a long winter, and I like to wear my budgie smugglers by the pool. Yep. So it's, Are you a budgie smuggler, man? Oh, I will be in Bali. Yep. Yeah. Because yeah. I, I want people to think I'm European, <laughs> you know, because I don't know why. But the problem is my wife can't get me out of the pool when there's a pool bar. Yep. I get sunstroke every day <laughs> and I don't leave. You're but, wrinkled from the well, from the breast down. It's, su- <laughs> it's surprising. It's surprising uh, how good urine is for your skin. It really is. I'll give you a tip. When someone swims away from the pool bar mm-hmm. and goes, oh, I'm just going to go for a swim, they're going to the toilet. Yeah. Remember the old urban myth that um, the pools that if you – Went to the toilet in the pool that the, the colour would... Change. Never happened. No, unless you put the dye in there. No, it never happened. It's an urban myth. I'm telling you now, I've had sessions with blokes who haven't left the pool bar for six hours. <laughs> I'm, I, you don't even have to be a scientist <laughs> to know that that pool is not safe to swim and kids' eyes are burning when they, they jump in the pool. They go, ah, oh, chlorine's strong. And no, it's your urine, mate. <laughs> That's, that's enough now. Is that enough? That's enough. I get out of the I get out of the pool. Yep. Uh, for the first couple of times. Mm. Then after that, I can't be staffed. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Hey, um, interview, uh, some interviews today. Second row special. Adam Elliott from the Raiders. Good player. And Jeremiah Nanai. Oh, very good player. Rookie Seventh, of the year, I think. Well, and he well, he's the rookie of the year at the Cowboys. Well, yeah, he did get that award, and he's been nominated officially in the Dally M Awards uh, as one of the the rookies as well. Even though he played a couple of games last year. What about the big news when we woke up on Friday morning? Was yeah, the Queen passing away, aged ninety six. We just saw her two days ago swearing in the new Prime Minister. Yeah, yeah, it's sad. It's sad. Um, 
you know, and, and even if you're you're not a a believer and a supporter of the monarchy, uh, she's a lady that has total grace, um, great resilience. Was mm. handed the role at the age you know, early to mid twenties. Yeah, father got sick. Yeah, do you know a, a guy that I I train with who's a, a proud Englishman said to me this morning, you know, there's a lot of people who aren't monarchists, but I can tell you this, 70 million people would go to war for her tomorrow. Yeah, that's a really good way of looking at it. And you know what the other thing too, Sats, is that she um, she was relatable. And I I love her. I love her. I was, I was quite sad this morning when, when I woke up and heard the news and, and I told my wife and she was like, oh, that's sad because that's our queen. You know, ninety percent of the world's population only know her mm. as our queen, and yeah, such a sad day. Now we've got King Charles the Third. Um, I don't, I don't really care much about Charles. I used to like Charles, obviously, when he was with Princess Diana, and and then I think he just, I think a lot of people fell out of love with him after that. Yeah, absolutely, they did. But it's, um, it'll be interesting to see what happens yeah, now. But yeah, it's sad. It's, it is sad. A touching photo that was put up Friday morning was uh, Windsor Castle and the. Uh, the English flag at half mast, yeah. and as it as it reached half mast, this bright rainbow appeared out of nowhere no for about five minutes, and then wow. disappeared. Yeah, amazing. So. You know what I loved about her? She uh, she had a wonderful sense of humour. Sats. She didn't mind a tipple, and she loved a punt. Mm. She loved her horses. And if you haven't seen The Crown, have you seen that on Netflix? No, I've never watched it. Sats, it's, you know what I'm like, I'm a bogan. But yep. it, it is an outstanding series. Well, I think a lot of people will go and watch it now. You should watch it. Yeah, because you, of the, her you, passing. You learn more about her life and how she got there. And, yeah, it's really, it's, 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 a, great, um, it's a great show. It's not a documentary, of course, but it, it gives you really good insight. Mm. There's a lot of stuff I didn't know about the royal family and the queen, and I saw that and had a lot more respect for her, Yeah, a lot more. Um, a friend of ours and a friend of the show, Matty Rogers, uh, famously once oh, met the queen. He he's got a, some great stories about Buckingham Palace and the queen. Well, he met her on a tour, his first ever tour to Europe with the Wallabies, uh, and he got injured. He got injured. He did his ribs, but he managed to convince the doctor to convince the team to stay on the tour because if you stayed on the tour, you actually got full pay. Yes. All the money was split And up. everyone else in the squad wants you to go home because the pool of money, money, you get more money, less so, players. So he's conned his way in. They're calling him, his, play, his teammates are now calling him Kentucky because mm. he's on, on a Kentucky tour. Anyway, he's at Buckingham Palace. He is just about to meet the Queen and this happens. I was the only one sitting down in the back corner. So they, they tended to migrate over to me because they're short little dogs and I was right. sitting down. So they sort of came over to me and they looked into my eyes, forced to feed them. They've got a power, these dogs. <laughs> I'm telling you. I relented and I fed the, the corgi. Um, you know, after a little while, we're sitting there and, and then the Queen comes in. And I'm like, oh, no, this is not good. So I jump up and I run away from the dogs. So she's going around just meeting people and she's, she's like in, introducing herself to them in like five, ten seconds max per person. So she gets to me. She asks me, you know, if I'm playing. I'm like, no, no, I'm, I'm injured. She goes, oh, what, what injury? I said, I have a rib injury. And I'm like, oh, she's... And then she starts giving me advice on my rib injury. Ben, <laughs> about like at least 90 seconds talking to me. And, and she spent so long with me that all the dogs came over. <laughs> and I'm starting to freak out. I'm thinking, oh, no, this is not good. The dogs didn't go anywhere near her when she was with everybody else. She stays with me. Now all the dogs come over. And all the dogs start sitting up. And she looks at the dogs and she looks at me and she goes, oh, 
they don't often do that unless they've been fed. I've just got to deny, deny, deny. I'm like, oh, I don't, I don't know anything about it. And she's like, she sort of nodded and then looked at me, like <laughs> stared at me and then moved off. <laughs> He's Bust one of the great it. storytellers, yeah. yeah. Because they were given instructions to call a ma'am and don't ask her any questions and don't feed the corgis. They'll just run around Buckingham Palace like they own it. And at the end of that story also, remember Jason, he, he spoke to one of the other Wallaby players, he said, I'm going to try and steal a spoon. Yeah. So he gets four Buckingham Palace spoons and just as he's about to get out of the the um, Buckingham Palace and step onto the, the bus, he thought to himself, I'm home and hosed here. A big hand touched him on the shoulder of security. He said, Mr. Rogers, do you want to make this an international incident? He said, so I gave him back three and kept one. Jeez, <laughs> <laughs> that'd be worth a bit today, yeah. wouldn't it? Jeez. Yeah. Hey, let's get into some NRL news. Uh, the Penrith Panthers player, Taylor May, was given a breach notice alleging a breach of the NRL code of conduct following that incident in Maroochydore where he yanked uh, someone from behind, threw them to the ground, could have seriously harmed them. Went to court, uh, no conviction recorded, $1,000 fine. And this is the thing, and, and I was talking to a mate about this this morning, Sats, and people still can't believe this. The NRL, Peter Volandis, has decided that he can serve his two-match suspension at the start of next season rather than the finals because it's not fair on the fans. This this is the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard, and it... Again, it's just another Peter Volandianism. Well, they've, uh, I think they've built a rod for their back, to be quite honest. Absolutely. Jace, I don't like it. And I'm a Penrith fan. And yeah, we talk about we don't want to penalise the fans. Well, guess what? The young man, and he may have been a pain in the ass towards the Panthers players last October in Sunshine Coast while they're celebrating their premiership win. But guess what? When you're a professional athlete, you have fans that can go over the top. Now, we don't know whether this kid was going over the top or not. Nathan Cleary is asking him to delete some photos off his phone. He's saying, no, I don't want to delete them. Taylor May comes up behind him, grabs him by the collar, rips him to the ground. Guess what? That kid's a fan. Mm. You don't want to penalise the fans, but there's a fan that has been, has been injured by one of your players, one of our players in the NRL. We've got to start continuing to look at ourselves and – and ask ourselves what we want the game to look like and the people who participate in it. And I hope Taylor May learns from this experience. Only the future will tell us whether he's learned from it because if he hasn't learned from it and carries on like a and continues to come up with grubby acts like he did, coming up behind someone, grabbing him by the collar, ripping him down to the ground, could he hit his head on the corner of a, a planter box mm. as, on his way down and seriously hurt him, then stood over the top of him in, a, in an intimidating fa- uh, fashion... If that's the way we want our players to act, well, we've built a, a really bad rod for our back. And I hope he learns from it. I think it's. I think they've made the wrong decision. Who learns from it? Volandis or Taylor May? I hope May. Taylor May learns from it because it doesn't matter, Jace. The NRL, they've set a precedence now and they've got to continue to follow that precedence. Now, because it didn't happen in this season and it was off, you know, off the field and we don't want to hurt the fans, it doesn't matter. The only way that we can make people learn is through experiences. And the experiences is, are you made a decision last year, Taylor May, when you weren't even part of that grand final wing 17 team. Yes, you were part of the squad. Mm. You didn't play in the grand final. But you've taken it upon yourself to come up with a grubby act. I would have had more respect for you if you actually looked him in the eyes and said, mate, go away, move on, stop annoying everyone. And if he kept going and kept going, well, 
whatever happens, happens. Now, Phil Gould came out and said, I, I would congratulate him. Okay. What's going on there? Yeah, I, I, I would con- congratulate him because um, yeah, he didn't escalate the system. Yeah, he did. He, he, he escalated the situation. Mm. He made it worse than what it possibly could. When Volandi says, you know, we've made the decision for the fans, 90% of the fans are outraged by this decision. Peter, you've got this horribly wrong. Mm. Like you have a few things. And you have got this horribly wrong. We shouldn't be talking about this. Well, the integrity unit has got it wrong as well. We shouldn't be talking about this on the eve of the finals. You've got all these magnificent matchups, Especially it being a side that is the, pre- the premiership favourites. It just gives a lot of other rugby league clubs and fans the opportunity to say, you're showing favouritism. Yeah, and, and that's unfair on the other players. Mm. Oh, the only winner out of this, the only winner is Taylor May. Yeah. It's not about the fans. I wish they would come clean and say why. I, I, just, I reckon they just didn't know how to deal with it because it happened last year. Let's let, look, it's too late for this year. Let's tack it on to, to, to next season. Oh, I reckon that's what the decision was based you know, on. A $2,000 fine, $1,000 fine to the courts, $1,000 fine to, uh, to the victim as well. And no, and no, um, criminal, um, yeah, yeah no record record. Yeah. But that's fine. Th- that's the decision of the court. That's the decision of the courts. We can we can yep. adjudicate any way we want. We Absolutely. don't we don't base it on what the court has adjudicated on. And you know, for Phil Gould to say, "Oh, he defused the situation," yeah, you know, that's a that's that's narrow minded to say that, especially what, by from, nearly knocking the guy out. Yeah, especially from a guy who was actually in an executive management position of another NRL club. That, that's disappointing. And I, I agree with you. I think the NRL have got this horribly wrong. Um, but. They built a rod for their own back now. For God's sake, Nathan Cleary copped a three-match suspension for dancing. Mm. You know, dan- yes, it was during COVID, but he didn't hurt anyone. He, oh, that- he didn't catch COVID. Do you know what made me? He was in his own home. Do you know what made me sit up and take a little bit more notice about this, Jace? I thought, oh, it is what it is. And, yeah, it's not, it's not ideal. And Isaac Luke, former NRL player, yep. missed the 2014 grand final for the Bunnies. Because of an innocuous tackle that went wrong, it was you know a little bit dangerous, so he misses the grand final. Happy Coroisel comes in, wins a wins a comp. Now he missed the grand final for something that happened on the field. Yep. I've always believed that anything happens off the field that brings the game into disrepute in any way. Which this has, yeah. Which this has, it's not a great look. When you look at the CCTV footage, yes, he wasn't seriously injured, but it's not a great look. It's a, it's he a. He was ca- lucky he wasn't injured. Well, it's a cowardly act. Yeah, it is. What he did. It is. Uh, Isaac Luke missed a grand final. Cameron yep. Smith missed a grand final. Yep. Latrell Mitchell missed a grand final. Yep. Yep. Taylor May gets the opportunity to play in finals. It's that time for an Off the Bench Friday Night Preview. How good's this? Oh. The first of our finals uh, tonight. It's the Panthers versus the Eels sellout. A blue bet stadium, isn't it? It is, yeah. In 23,500. I, I really like the Eels. I like what they're doing over the last couple of weeks. Sats, uh, they've got the wood on the Panthers this year. They've won both their both their matches. They've got some big ins, though, the Panthers. How, how do you see this? Do you know, I, I first thought throughout the week that the Eels are the team that can upset them, and they've proven that, that they can upset the Penrith Panthers. And with Nathan Cleary coming back after five weeks being out, yes, he would have done all the training. Yes, he would have done all the contact, but 
you still come back rusty and your timing will be out a little bit. But you know what a player like Nathan Cleary does to the rest of the side? And, and what convinced me is I was sitting having coffee on Friday morning with a mate of mine who played with Joey Johns at Newcastle, won a comp with him in 2001. And he said in 2001 he was out for eight weeks with a knee injury, Joey. He came back week nine and he said our team felt like superstars when he was putting his boots on in the dressing shed before the game. We just felt like we were able to lift another four cogs. What about his match fitness, though? Well, his match fitness, he'll be a little bit rusty. He, he, He won't be... His fitness will be okay. It'll be his timing. We'll just be a little bit out. Mm. But he, he is going to have so many players around him that are going to rise to the occasion just because he is back on the field. That's the effect that he has on the Panthers' side. Now, we do know that Parramatta are a bit of a bogey side. He's named the same 17 players. They've won five of the last six games. They're going so well, Eels, they get to leave Nathan Brown out of the 17. Mm. That's mm. how good they're going. Mitchell Moses hit Kenny Bromwich in that last round, which is he hit him like a second row, which will yeah. give him confidence going into the game as well. But with Nathan coming back and the rest of the team around him, seeing that he's getting ready to play a finals game, they'll grow with him. So I think Penrith Panthers will make a real statement in this game. I love the matchup between Dylan Edwards and King Gutho. Yeah. Geez, Dylan Edwards. Same sort of player. Yeah. yeah. And, and Dylan Edwards, he's just so unlucky that he's in the same era as Teddy and Latrell yeah. and even Gutho. He's an outstanding fullback. He is. He's, a, he's one of the best in the, one of the best players in the game. He's just he's not underrated. He just you know gets what? the job the done. Dally M, the Dally M should have an award for one, the most improved, two, the most reliable. Dally M's most reliable player. Dylan Edwards. Dylan Edwards would win it every year. Absolutely. You talk to all of his teammates – they wouldn't swap him for James, James Tedesco. He looks like an accountant, but, geez, he's outstanding, isn't he? You know, his, his performance in the 2021 Grand Final and when we learnt that he he had broken bones in his feet, just stuff legends are made of. 7.50 tonight, the Panthers versus the Eels, first of our finals in finals week one in the NRL. This is off the bench with Sats and Jace. When we come back, uh, one of the best, Adam Elliott, joins us here on Off the Bench. This is Off The Bench NRL. We'll be back soon. Welcome back. This is Off The Bench NRL. Here they go. Through the centre of the field. Far too comfortable for Adam Elliott. And the Knights bound lock forward. Strolls over for a try. Yeah, there he is. Adam Elliott scoring a try. And look, I'll tell you what. Am I going to raise the be captain obvious here? He's playing in his first ever finals game this weekend Exciting. in the NRL. Glad he's not of the Knights already. Uh, he's joined. He's he's come about the third or fourth time. Adam Elliott's yeah, joined us on Sports you know Day. He is our he favourite. Actually, he actually rings us. Yeah, yeah, I know. He keeps bugging us. Adam Elliott, thanks for joining <laughs> us tonight, mate. Yeah, thanks, Lou. Thanks for not blocking me number yet. I know I've been bugging you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we'll always take your call. Now, as Jay said, first finals appearance. You must be like a kid in a toy store. I oh, am, yeah, mate, especially today coming in after, obviously, a good win last night and a bit of media around, and usually I'm licking my wounds this time of the year, so it's actually really exciting, and you know, I haven't actually spoken to my family yet, but we're all going to be pretty pumped, and um, first time I've, I've been in this arena, so I'm really excited for it. You just touched on that, the extra media and only focusing on eight teams now. Have you noticed that? Have you noticed already a change at the start of the week, seeing that you know, something special is about to happen? 
Yeah, I have. It's, um, I suppose it's, it feels like it's a new competition starting up because, like you said, there's eight teams now. You know, you know who you got to play, and if you if you go well, who you play next, and you sort of start putting the pieces together. But you know, I'm obviously trying not to think too far ahead. It's my first time here, and I don't want it to get too big for me. I, I just want to make sure I get out there and get in the moment and rip in and, and play you know as best as I can and and do what I can for the team. But in the back of my mind, you know, thinking this is pretty cool and this has the potential to turn into something really big. Hey, uh, you didn't go straight into Mad Monday mode, given that that's what you'd normally be doing at this uh, this time of the year. You you, you had to, you held yourself together last night, had a quiet one. <laughs> Yeah, I did. Millie actually surprised me. She came down after her game, so she got there halfway through the first half, and um, I, I spent a um, spent the night with her in Sydney and had a, had a little dinner up there, and oh. we said our goodbyes this morning. She's got to go up and and do her job now and play get get ready for a big game. She's playing the Roosters this week, so it's a big game for her, and they're both three wins apiece. And I obviously got to come down to Canberra and get get myself ready for for the biggest game of my career. So had a little quiet one last night and rested up. Any uh, advice to the team or you in particular, given it's your first foray into the finals? There'll be a couple of other blokes there, a couple of um, young blokes, but uh, has, has Ricky or anyone pulled you aside to talk to you about that? No, not not as such. I suppose we only just played yesterday, so I think that might come later in the week, but I think I'm lucky. It's not like I'm a rookie that's come in and you know I'm, I'm hitting the, the final series straight away. I've played a few games and you know, I know how to get myself ready, but mm. I suppose there's obviously going to be a, a bit of an intensity um, change going into this game down in Melbourne, and there's going to be a bit of feeling in it. So I'll just let Big Pupper and, and Jack take charge. They've, they've played Origin and, and for their country, and, um, you know, they're a big gun. So, you know, they like leading the way, and I'm very happy to be side-by-side side with them and, and um, do what I can. Melbourne in Melbourne, which... Isn't really a scary tact, uh, place to go for the the Raiders. They've won the last three in Melbourne, and is that something do you think Ricky will will touch on this week, just to calm the nerves a little bit and and make you feel like it's familiar territory? Yeah, knowing Ricky, I think he's probably going to go the other way and say, "Don't get complacent. Just just because we've had a bit of success down there doesn't mean we're going to go down there and." And come away with the win, like they're going to be up for this massively. And I don't think Craig Bellamy's probably the boat that yeah. um, lets a grudge go by, or, or has a short memory when it comes to that sort of stuff. So we know they're going to be absolutely fire and ready to go. Um, I don't think they're they're not being outside the top four for a number of years now as well. So it's um, it's going to be big for us to make sure we're prepared as well as we possibly can, because we know that they're going to be trying to come through the, the front door with their big boys and. You know, playing in front of their home crowd, we need to turn up and, and put our best game of the year in. Now, Adam, the AFL have a week off at the end of their regular season. If the NRL were to um, take on the same format, would you like that format to get rid of any of those niggling injuries or some of those players, or would you just like to continue with the momentum? Yeah, I reckon it's. I reckon a month ago, I, I was probably I was talking a million. I was begging for a week off. I, I did my rib cartilage, and I felt like a bit of an old man, and I was struggling to get out of bed. And I would have loved a week off, but after the momentum that we've sort of built the last two or three weeks as a team, it, I think we're better just going straight through. To be honest, so it's probably a bit more of an individual basis, but. You know, it is a very long season and you want your best players and, and the NRL in general, like you, you just want the best product band on show. So if we had a week of just freshening up and getting our, our bodies right, maybe giving those 
the, the superstars an extra week to get their bodies right or people that might be nursing things, I think it would be definitely a good thing. I'm trying to think of other rugby league couples. I just wonder how how good it must be for you to have someone and for Millie to bounce off someone who's actually playing at the top yeah. level as well. But I, I can't think of where – I know it's happened in other sports, but in rugby league, I don't – I can't think of any other couples. So do you, you find that as a – it's a really good – um, you know, a, a debrief you can have with Millie at times or talk about what's coming up and, and vice versa? Yeah, we do. I sort of have a bit of a laugh with the boys about it because they obviously give me shit knowing that she's, she's obviously the top dog and I'm, I'm, the, I'm in the shadows, but... She does hit we, um, All jokes aside... Yeah, exactly. All jokes aside, though, it is great to just talk to each other about it. And, um, you know, she loves running running her games by me, and I like trying to help her out wherever I can. And we also bump, bump ideas off, you know, her old man, David. He played for 120 yep. games NRL for the Raiders. And Jason Croker, he's, he's our uncle. So we've got plenty of people in our little circle now that we can speak to closely and honestly and not, you know, don't take offence or you can have a bit of a stab at each other and a bit of a joke around. And it's been really good for me this year. I've loved being able to play my games and then sort of bump off those people and see, you know, where I need to pull my finger out in certain areas of my game. And they've definitely never shied away from telling me. Now, I'd, I'd <laughs> listen to my old teammate. David Boyle, if I was you. But when Toots is on the rums, mate, don't listen to him. In yeah, fact, don't exactly. go anywhere near him. <laughs> don't go anywhere near Absolute him rubbish. When, he's, when he's having a, a, a big drink. Um, now, there was a really nice tribute before the game. And I, I know Ricky said said as much in the press conference. But that was just great to see that happen at, at an away game, Leichhardt Oval, for uh, your chairman, Alan Hawke, who, who passed away um, just, I think it was on, on Friday. So, um, yeah, very nice touch there from, for the Tigers, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. I feel very privileged, very lucky that I got the chance to meet Hawkey um, coming down here this year. And he was an absolute gentleman every time I met him and spoke to him. And I think his head. He's, he's put us on. He oh, has. He's put us on hold. You just put your elevator music on. So did yeah. your big melon put us on hold? Yeah, me cauliflower is Nick today. <laughs> yeah, no, but you, you, well said, mate. You, you're talking about how privileged you are to, to meet uh, the, the former chairman and uh, and how you know, passionate Ricky was about it as well. So, yeah, it was a good touch by the West Tigers as well. Oh, you could probably change your on hold music too, mate. You might, not, might need a bit of an update, that's all. Hey, um, hey, Adam, is there a player, when you're at the Bulldogs and you've played a lot of first grade now, is there a player that you played against at the Raiders you had a perception about, you didn't know much about them, but now you've gone down and spend every day with them, train with them, play alongside them. You've got a deeper respect for? Yeah, big time. He's probably a bit of a younger fellow and I didn't, that didn't bother me too much because I just thought he was a young fellow. I thought he had a bit of, bit more swagger than he probably did and a bit of a chip on his shoulder. And um, We sort of talk about it as a, as a group a bit, but Hudson Young, he's always chirping up and sort of giving it, giving a bit of lip, but he's an absolute, He's an absolute legend of a teammate, great fella, as loyal as they come. And, and I've got a lot of respect for him. Obviously, he's playing great footy at the moment. But from the outside looking in, there's a couple of times I wanted to snot Hutto. But he's um, <laughs> he's a great teammate. I wouldn't trade him for the world. Yeah, I think you'll make the he's World Cup team at the end footy. of the year. Now, we asked our listeners last time we had you on to come up with a celebrity name for a couple's name for both you and Millie. And we came up with, well, the, the favourites were Millie Elliott, as in the the movie Billy Elliot, yeah. and there's also Adam's Boyle, which <laughs> isn't great for, for Millie, but have you come up with a celebrity name amongst yourselves yet or not? Nah, she does throw Millie Elliot out there a fair bit too, but not not in reference to the movie. I think she's just dropping hints. Yeah. Uh, oh, yes. I don't know. I haven't really thought about it too much. Have you put a ring on that finger yet? 
I haven't put it on yet, but um, I'll be a stupid man not to. We're, <laughs> we're going to go with Millie's Boyle from now on. Yeah, right. Yeah, that'll okay. do for yeah. a bit. Yeah. Yeah, the boys. The boys have a bit of a joke down here. They reckon if when we do, when I do finally drop the man, we um get hits. It'll be I'll be changing my last name because she's, <laughs> she's a better footy player. So Adams Boyle, love it. All right, Adam, mate. We love having you on the show. You, you're one of our favourite guests. Best of luck in your first final, mate. And thanks for joining us on Sports Day. No, thanks for having me on, guys. If I have a half-decent game down there, I'll give you the call straight after it. (laughs) (laughs) This is Off The Bench NRL. We'll be back soon. Welcome back. This is Off The Bench NRL. Remaining in the first half. They are racing up Townsend. Nanai, Nanai got through one. This try-scoring machine. He picks up another one, Jeremiah Nanai. Oh, he certainly does. He just—it's like shelling peas, scoring tries for that young man, Jeremiah. Uh, Jeremiah Nanai joining us from the North Queensland Cowboys on Sports Day. G'day, Jeremiah. Hello, guys. How you going? Good. First, before the Good. boys get into the serious rugby league questions, the phones, the yeah. text machines going nuts tonight about Chico Rolls. Are, are you a fan of said uh, cuisine? Oh, nah, nah, I'm not a fan. All right, mate, it's been good. See you later. <laughs> now, okay, on the back of that, Jeremiah, after a, after a late night out at the Mad Cow on a Saturday night after a really good win. Mm-hmm. when you, And we'll, you've got the following week off, so you don't have to worry about yeah, looking after yourself too much. And so, and one, Jeremiah and I is walking down the main street over there with Scott oh. Drinkwater and co, and you've got a choice. You've got a slice of pizza at 3.30 in the morning. But a big piece. Or a kebab. <coughs> or a hot dog. Go. Which one? Uh, I'll go with a kebab. Yeah. yeah good You're a good, You're good kid. Yeah. The beef. <laughs> now, you're, uh, now the serious stuff, of course. Um, big match this weekend. Yep. Goes without saying. <clears throat> and uh, as a young man that's in his first full season of the NRL, what are you expecting when yep. it comes to finals? Um, yeah, it's, um, it's a lot different now. Um, it's, um, yeah, getting the more, um, more serious now into, um, you know, being in the finals and, um, you know, I'm going to be expecting a lot, um, for this weekend's clash, um, against the Sharks. Um, personally for myself, I haven't, um, versed the Sharks yet and, um, you know, it'll be a very good opportunity for myself to, you know, put myself out there and, um, you know, give a crack against those Sharky boys and, yeah, and, to see how we go um, this week. So I'm excited and, um, yeah, and I can't wait to see um, where it goes. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, it's all happened pretty quickly too because you only, I know you only, now listeners probably know you only played a couple of games or a few games last year and then basically yep. almost every game this year. What has playing for Queensland in all three Origin games, what's that done for your self-belief? Oh, it's, um, it's helped a lot. Um, during my, um, you know, during the season um, ongoing. And, um, you know, I've learned a lot from, you know, um, many other back rows like Felice and Kirk Capewell, you know, um, the more experienced back rows. And, you know, they gave me tips and advice and uh, I took it on. And, um, you know, it was the best advice they gave me. And and I just took it on and um, put it back in to put it in um, club level. And, um, yeah, it's been it's been awesome. And, um, you know, I'm very grateful, you know, to have that opportunity given to me for origin experience and, you know, just to give it back to club and um, perform well too. So, yeah. And and what about those senior players around you that have played, you know, big games before, grand finals and 
uh, you yeah. know, Origin and you know, Val Holmes and Jason Taumalolo in particular and a few others. Um, that must give you a bit of confidence when you look around the dressing room. Definitely, yeah. You know, those boys, um, they know what finals is and, um, you know, um, they've been in those big moments. And, um, you know, I guess for us young boys and, um, you know, coming up and, you know, only being our first finals series, um, you know, we just got to just stick together and, um, you know, just, you know, listen to them. Um, you know, they're going to lead us out there and, you know, we're just going to be on the back of it and, um, you know, we just got to work as a team and just keep doing what we do, um, you know, throughout this whole season and, you know, it's been really good, um, you know, the whole, the boys, you know, being good. So, yeah. Now, um, you become the modern day Stephen Menzies back rower as in relation to the ability to score tries, Jeremiah. Now, yep. you're positioning yourself to score tries off kicks. Those nice little deft kicks from yeah. your halves. Is that something you practice quite a bit since coming into the NRL? Is it something that's is a skill you've always had through schoolboys? Um, to be honest, um, no, I didn't um, you know, really get much tries off kicks um, growing up and playing footy, um, to be honest. Um, I just don't know, to be honest, um, where I'm getting those tries off kicks. Um, I think it's just been... You know, one of our preseason values was to compete and kicks, and um, yeah, and I took it on, and um, yeah, and I just delivered it on on the field, and um, yeah, I don't know to be honest. Um, well, yeah, to get the ability to um, get kicks of tries, and just I think just being um, at the right place and at the right time, so yeah, it kind of feels good. Did, did you play in other yeah. positions though, as a young bloke? Like, were you always in the back row? This is not something that back rowers do mm. all the time. <clears throat> Were you, were you an yeah, outside back um, or a five-eighth or somewhere else? I started playing in the middle, like for club, rugby league, and then um, played in the front row and then um, for Union. And then I moved to Union for a bit and um, I played in a bit of centre. So, yeah, I kind of like playing centre too. So centre and back row, um, yeah, I prefer to play. So, But I prefer um, back row too. Oh, yeah, stay so, where you are, mate. Loving it. Now, uh, yeah, <laughs> national champions at Kerwin High. Now, Tommy Dearden, your little number yeah. six, he's a tough little kid. And, um, you know, his oh, first final ex- yeah. experience as well, like yourself. Now, if put in yep. the same position, Jeremiah Nanai, would you have your testicle cut out no. if it meant that you were going to miss playing finals? Oh, 100%. Uh, I think I would. <laughs> to be honest, um, yeah, put it the team first. But, um, yeah, it's always, um, yeah, Tommy, I don't know, he's... Um, yeah, he's a tough kid, and you know, for him to say that and to do that is, um, you know, he's always putting the team first, and he does that on the field too. So, yeah, credit to Tommy, and um, yeah, he's yeah, wow. I like playing out of him. I like playing with him too. So he's, you know, he's a good, what? good, um, good football player. Yeah. See, there is an old saying: I'd, I'd give my left nut. Yeah, or hey. something. And hey, uh, was it his yeah. left? Oh, no, 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 hey. Can you confirm whether it was yeah, left no, or right, no, no. Jeremiah? No. Oh, freak! I don't know. You got to ask him. Uh, we will. Now, did you say you haven't? Did you say you haven't played against the uh, the Sharkies yet? Is that right? Or down there? Yeah, I haven't. I haven't at all. Even last year too. So um, yeah, um, yeah, I haven't played against the Sharks and. So it'd be good. Will you do? I, I will you do wait, a bit of research on them or, or the coaches and? Do you ask them for some tips on who you who you're marking up against, or will you just go out there blind and um, play what's in front of you? <laughs> I'll just go target out the, those halves. So um, yeah, just go do my job on the halves there. Yeah. I'm Moylan. 
Well, so, you, I'm boiling. Yeah. Well, you've got a uh, you're up against a seasoned campaigner in Wade Graham. Um, what sort of coach is Toddy Payton oh. in relation to getting ready for these big games? Is he is he the sort of coach that say, listen, guys, stay relaxed? Or for you, young players, is it go and enjoy every yep. moment as you lead into the finals? Um, yeah, to be honest, um, he's really calm. Um, he's just uh, yeah, just for us young kid, um, boys, just telling us, you know, just go out there, play your footy. You know, you just keep doing what you're doing. And, you know, it doesn't really, you know, give a fuss about um, anyone, you know, in their position. Um, yeah, he's really, he's just really calm, relaxed, um, you know, just letting us boys play play our style of footy. And, and um, I guess it works. So, um, yeah, he's, he's a good coach too. So, yeah. Hey, uh, congratulations for winning Rookie of the Year on Sunday as well. That's not, that's good. That's a great prize to win. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, thank you very much. Appreciate it. Uh, Jeremiah and I, thanks for your time on Sports Day, mate, and good luck. Thank you very much, guys. Appreciate it. Have yeah, a good, good luck. This is Off the Bench NRL. We'll be back soon. Welcome back. This is Off the Bench NRL. Yeah, welcome back to it. Scotty Sattler, Jason Matthews here. Thanks to Racing Queensland. Spring Racing uh, Carnival has arrived. Chris Nelson is all over this. Uh, Nelson, uh, what have we got looking to look forward to for the rest of the weekend in Queensland? Well, we got some uh, good meetings over the weekend, Chase. We had, of course, the first day of the Cairns Amateurs on Friday, but uh, Saturday is the big one. It's the Cairns Amateurs Cup, so... That's Party Central up in a uh, place where you'd like to be, Cairns. Oh, but uh, you can't be in all heaven. places at once. No. So, yeah. Hey, we've been, given, uh, we've been yeah. given a tip for a horse on Saturday afternoon in Cairns. Uh, it's called Stats. Yep. Mm. Stats. Do you give it a chance or you haven't looked at the form guy? By, by his response, he doesn't know which one you're talking about. He doesn't about. know what we're talking about. Mm. <laughs> I haven't looked at the guide for that race. Well, this is your job, though. You know this is your uh, segment, hey? I've left that up to others. <laughs> yeah. Lucky we're not live. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> uh, no, 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 no. That's, uh, I've looked at the Cup, but uh, a couple of those other races I haven't looked. But I have looked at Doombin. Okay. So you'd be pleased to know hey, that. Just, I've got your good thing there. Just on the Cairns Amateurs, I mean, this is to a novice lot yeah. myself. The level of the, the horses that compete in, in the Amateurs compared to your, yeah, your Doombin meets, and what sort of – where are they ranking against some of those horses? Uh, well, they'd probably just they'd struggle to win in town, Sat. Okay. Yep. Right. But having said, you know, we do get a few come through there and perform perform okay, but uh, yeah, they are a rung or two. So down is that really that is it really difficult for the punters to get any sort of gauge of? I don't think the punters reliable. Care, mate. Fa- they don't form? care. Okay. Have you been to the amateurs? They don't care. I have. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. They don't care. <laughs> It's like the Birdsville race. Early in the day they yeah. might, but uh, later yeah. in the day it probably doesn't matter so much. But yeah, uh, no, look, you can often get these races of a lower class horses where it's easier to get rid of some of them. They've got no chance whatsoever when you're doing the form. Right. So, gotcha. And you get City Saturday ones where they're all quite similar and it's a lot harder. So um, I tend to use that as an excuse where possible. Well, as we've found out over the last couple of months, it's been hard to pick a, a winner uh, in the city in Brisbane. Mate, but you've got a, you said you've got a sure thing this weekend. At Doombin. I have. Uh, race race six, number three, Punchura at Doombin. Uh, I cannot see this one getting beaten. It's an absolute swimmer. Plenty of rain around on Friday. Soft to heavy track. Meets uh, the horse that defeated last time, Tokariki Lad, by 
under half a length meets it four and a half kilos better if the weights will go to the front and that should be the end of it. So I'm very, very confident. Tokariki, sorry, Tokariki Lad. I'm very, very confident. Punchira will turn the tables on Tokariki Lad on Saturday at Durban, race six, number three. Right now, Chris uh, Nelson offering a money back guarantee for you, right there, <laughs> listeners. I, I'm hearing. Is that right? You know the worst uh, thing. Just starting to break up a little. <laughs> you know the worst thing, Sats, is I'm not going to be here Monday mm. if if it doesn't come home because I miss my Monday. I'll miss my Monday ribbing of Chris Nelson. Oh wait, I'll just call him. I'll call him privately. Uh, from Dempenza. Yeah, from Dempenza. That, mm. that means that it'll win. Hey, I won't get a chance to Chris, have you, got any, have you got any tips on the, um, the monkey races in... In Ubud? In Ubud next, <laughs> next week in Bali, where yeah. Jace will be? <laughs> yeah. am, I, am I looking for a lightweight or a heavyweight? Aren't they all weigh the same? Probably. I don't know. Oh, I don't know. Some of them are good. Some are good. Listen, we're going to go. This is just stupid. Uh, the Queensland Spring Carnival is here. Check out <laughs> racingqueensland.com.au for more details. I am going to try and bring back a monkey. Mm-hmm. I am going to try and... Good I luck ne- with that. I need a monkey. Someone who gets me. Why? <laughs> just, I just know. Well, it's pretty boring at home with all girls. I need a, I need a cheeky male monkey to come home with me. This is going. Did Homer is, have a monkey in The Simpsons? He did. He did too. And he also had that giant crab. Remember that he 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 made the hot yeah. bath for Pinch. Pinchy. Pinchy. How do, how do we get on to Pinchy? <laughs> Racing Queens ain't going to want a refund <laughs> on this. Nelson, have a great weekend, mate. See you, mate. You too, guys. Before we go on off the bench, what's got us excited across the weekend of sports? Oh, what hasn't? I mean, the NFL has kicked off. Well, that's the, what I'm looking forward to. It's just going to be a complete weekend of NFL. Monday, my Green Bay Packers are playing Minnesota Vikings. With Aaron Rodgers, geez, he's outstanding as a quarterback. I mean, I'd love him in my team. Oh, I'd love him for your regular season. I wouldn't, I'd drop him for finals. But... Geez, you're harsh. So who are your Cowboys playing? Uh, oh, you're playing Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Yeah, where are your Buccaneers, Sats? On me Buccaneer. Yeah, on your Buccaneer head. Mm. Uh, so, yeah, we've got the Buccaneers, uh, I think, at 10, 10 o'clock uh, Monday. Monday morning. Yeah. So, uh, looking forward to that. And, of course, that. the NRL. Can't wait for, oh. I can't wait for Sunday afternoon. Allianz again will be absolutely heaving. But even more so, I just love Sunday afternoon finals, more so than the night games. So, I can't wait for that South and Roosters rivalry again. I can't wait to listen to you mm-hmm. call the Saturday night game, uh, which is the Sharks-Cowboys. Sharks-Cowboys. I can't wait to listen to you when I'm on the plane to Bali. I'll be listening to NRL Nation and texting as I have more whiskeys on the plane. Haven't Virgin their Wi-Fi? Haven't they taken down their Wi-Fi? No, it's on some flights, not on others. Okay. So I'm hoping I've got it. Now, I, I thought that the Cowboys would win that game, but I've actually flipped around. I said it's talking about it earlier on. Um, Cronulla's record at home, and it's a hard field to win at. So. I'm telling you, Cronulla 13 plus. Mm. I'm no. telling you. Yes. You'll make my words. Okay. I'll send you a few texts while I'm on the plane. Yep. All right, listen, uh, have a great weekend, everybody. Enjoy the rest of it. And uh, again, our thoughts today uh, just give someone a hug if they're a bit down about uh, the Queen passing away. I know we shocked and a bit saddened I'm by it. I'm a fan it today. of the monarchy. I like the question. Yeah. She's got grace. She's got class. We haven't known any different, mate. Yeah. You know what I loved about her? And I mentioned it earlier. She had a great sense of humour. She liked a tipple and she loved a punt. Mm. What more could you ask for in a bird? Yep. You know what I mean? Mm.
God rest her soul. The Queen left us uh, on Friday morning. Very sad indeed. All right, enjoy the rest of your weekend. We'll be uh, we'll set to be back next week.